As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. And so, so my midwife said, well, you're, you're starting to push. And I thought already it hasn't <laughs> been long enough. It doesn't, I can't believe that I've made it through transition at this point. Like it, that really, that wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be. I thought that the whole pregnancy, I was so worried about transition. I thought that it was going to be the most mm. awful thing ever. And it really wasn't. Getting pregnant and giving birth are two of the most exciting things you can ever hope to experience in this life. The moment you think you could be pregnant, you're frantically searching for all the best information, which is why you're here today. I'm Stephanie King, and with my many years of experience as a professional childbirth educator, doula, and lover of all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, I'm here to make preparing for your birth enjoyable, empowering, and totally easy. Each week, I'll cover different topics, interview professionals, and get into the nitty-gritty birth stories from mamas just like you. And when you're ready for more, you can join me in the My Essential Birth course at myessentialbirth.com, where I take you step-by-step through exactly how to prepare your mind, body, spirit, and partner for a birth you love. So let's get started. It's time. The My Essential Birth postpartum course is here. Whether you're pregnant, just got baby home, or weeks and months into postpartum, this is the course for you. No more wondering what's normal for your body postpartum, if baby's eating or pooping enough, or how to get a good latch. You now have an all-in-one resource where you can click a topic and get the answer. Learn more at myessentialbirth.com forward slash postpartum and add it onto the My Essential Birth course for even less when you bundle them at checkout. Already in the course? Check your student library and add the course for the same discount. I can't wait to support you on your postpartum journey. Welcome back to the podcast. And this week's reviewer of the week is Laka K-R-N-D-U-S. Um, but she says, love this podcast. I loved all of the positive birth stories. I love all the information Stephanie gives. And she helped me to make informed decisions for my own birth. I was able to become confident and have the unmedicated birth that I dreamed of. The weeks before I listened to all the birth stories over and over to help me dispel some of my fears. Yay! Thank you so much for leaving that review. And I'm excited because today I have another birth story for you. So if you are somebody that follows along and you love these birth stories, get ready for another one. So without further ado, Lisa, will you take a moment and introduce yourself? Yes, um, I'm Lisa. Um, my husband is Chris. We have two little girls. Um, Clara is three and Eleanor is 10 months. Um, they keep us very, very busy um, <laughs> and they are such a joy to us. Um we enjoy being outside. Um, we like to garden. We like to go camping. Um, I also enjoy crocheting and sewing and experimenting with new sourdough recipes. Um, and we're just oh, kind of homebodies. <laughs> yes, we love it. Um, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's us. <laughs> How is it so quiet in your house right now? <laughs> that makes my, me very curious. My mom has the girls. Oh, that she was very nice of her. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I have three boys that are able to take care of themselves and they are still noisy. So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> okay. So tell us, tell everybody listening a little bit about your pregnancy. Was it pretty straightforward? Did you know right away you were pregnant? Did you have any funny cravings or nausea or anything like that throughout your pregnancy? Um, well, with both of my pregnancies, I had morning sickness through the first trimester, um, this pregnancy, it was it was a little harder, um, and my morning sickness lasted longer. Um, so that's always kind of tough to get through that first part. Um, but after that, um, it really was a pretty straightforward pregnancy. Um, 
I did have gestational diabetes with this pregnancy. Um, mm. So I had to manage my diet, but I managed my diet really well and was able to keep it um, controlled. I never had to do insulin or anything. Um, so that was kind of a kind of a hiccup in it that was I was not expecting that yeah um, so other than that though it was really straightforward and pretty pretty easy pregnancy that's awesome did you have anything like changing of due dates changing of providers um, anything that came up with providers anything like that no um so I used um, um a group of midwives this time instead of um, an OB um but I, I had them from the beginning and um, just stuck with them through the whole pregnancy. Was there a reason that you had midwives rather than OB? And I guess like yes. if you're just out of general curiosity, how, like what was your last pregnancy and birth like? Like did, was it a rougher experience and you wanted something different or maybe tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so my pregnancy went fine with my first one, but um, my birth was a hospital birth and it was... Um, pretty traumatic. When we got to the hospital, I requested an epidural and, um, they punctured the epidural wall. Um, and so that was a very, very difficult recovery. Um, I had a spinal headache for a couple days. Um, they had to do a blood patch. Um, and then also at the very end when, um, when I started to push her heart rate dropped, so they used a vacuum. Um, so that was all just very difficult. Um, I didn't really feel like my voice was heard at all. They just kind of, you know, just did did what they was thought was best, but I didn't really have much to say about it. Um, so I didn't really like that. It just wasn't, it wasn't a good experience. Um, my husband was also very traumatized by it. So it was just, it was just really difficult. So I wanted something different this time. Um, I decided after I had her that I would start looking into natural birth and see what I thought about that. I all I came across a video shortly after that of a midwife on YouTube, and she described um, natural birth as something that um, it's not suffering, that it's um, something that's very well, you can manage it, the pain very well, and it's a different kind of pain. It's not, um, the process of childbirth is not suffering. So that really resonated with me. Um, and so I really started digging in. Um, I started listening to um this podcast, I started listening to other podcasts, um, lots of YouTube videos, and just lots and lots of research um, before I even found out that I was pregnant. So I just wanted to be very knowledgeable about it. And, um, and my husband was on board for it too. He wanted to try something different this time. So that was great. I didn't have to didn't have to try to talk him into anything. <laughs> yeah. I guess that helps when you have a rough go in the first one that you're both like, yes. okay, I can see how <laughs> some of these other options might actually be a good idea. Yes. So that's really neat. I can relate to that. If you know my story a little bit, like the first go around was not mm -hmm. so great, and it, but it yes. forced me into having incredible births afterwards. So it's yes. a yes. good thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's very cool. <laughs> okay, so you joined a midwife group this time early on, it sounds like from the beginning. We talk a little bit about the group Were were you able to pick one midwife and stay with them? Did they rotate? Like, what was that situation? And were you comfortable with it? What was that like? Yes. Um, so it was a group of there are two midwives. Um, and you just rotate. So um, whoever's at the birth center that day, that's who you do your um, prenatal appointment with. Um, and then whoever is on call for the birth. And that's who will come to your birth. Um, so yeah, they were they were absolutely wonderful. I loved them, um, and I especially during my birth, um, my midwife was very um, just calm and soft spoken, and she um, would kind of just give me um, gentle direction on things if I if she thought I might need it. Um, but she was never insistent on anything. She just kind of let me um, do what I thought was best. And it was it was a wonderful experience. Even even just the prenatal appointments, you know, they would meet with me for so much longer. They would you know, m make sure I didn't have any concerns. If I had any questions, they would sit down and just talk to me and um, just want to know how I was doing. It was just a, a different experience than having an OB. Yeah. That's neat. And I didn't realize when you said midwife that you were at a birth center too. So that's really neat. Yes. You went from a mm -hmm. hospital with an OB to a birth center with a midwife mm -hmm. group um, that yes. it sounds like you were very happy with. 
So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for for your birth partner, when you guys met with the home birth midwives or the like the birth center midwives out of hospital midwives, what was his take on it? Do you remember like having a conversation about that or asking him like, what do you think? Yeah. So I had kind of mentioned to him um, before I got pregnant. Um, and so I should mention to um after, so before this pregnancy, um, we ha- had a pregnancy loss. Um, and so mm-hmm. when I found out I was pregnant, um, with my second pregnancy, um, we had already kind of discussed it. I had went to meet with several, well, there's three different midwife groups, um, in this area. And so I had appointments with each one of them. Um, so with that pregnancy, I'd already decided on this uh, midwifery group and we had depicted them already. And then um, we experienced a loss. Um, and so I shortly got pregnant again within a few months. Um, and so we had already decided on the midwives and where, where we would go. So a lot of that had already been worked out. Um, and so that was nice too, because they were the ones um, who kind of helped me through my previous loss. So they had already known um, what I had gone through. And so that was um, really comforting to, to go back to um, the same midwives. And um, so that was, that was good. That's and awesome. My husband was absolutely on board with all of it. He, he was very excited for it. That's cool. Um, tell me a little bit more about your husband and how he supported you throughout this process. So early on when you were learning and getting educated about things, you knew you wanted things to be different. You talked about it being traumatic for both of you, actually. So I'm sure that there was some processing that needed to happen on his end as well. Um, at what point did you pull him into everything with you? Did you throw podcasts at him? Um, maybe tell me how many weeks you were when you guys started doing the birth course, like that kind of information. And then how did he jump in and kind of support you on, on his end? So, um, at first, um, especially through just the beginning of the pregnancy, I would just talk his ear off, just tell him all things birth (laughs) because I became a little obsessed with it. I just, Mm -hmm. I love birth. And, um, I feel like once you go down this road, it's, it's pretty likely that you're just going to start loving birth. It's just a different experience. And, um, so I would just always talk to him about it. (laughs) I'm sure he started to get kind of wore out from me, always telling him things about birth. (laughs) But, um, so through probably the first trimester, it was mostly just me talking to him and trying to also, um, just, try to assure him that because he was a little concerned about all the pain and that he Mm -hmm. didn't want to have to see me in a lot of pain. He was, that's the only thing he was really concerned about. Um, so I would try to reassure him that I was preparing myself for it and, um, that it wasn't, it was going to be a different experience this time. And, um, so once I had, um, told him about that. And so that made him start to have more confidence in it too. Um, and he started to realize that, that this is going to be manageable and that it was going to be something that was, um, that, that I could deal with. And so, so that was the first trimester. And then I think around the second trimester was when we purchased the birth course. Um, and I started going through some of it first and then we would go back and listen to some of it together And then sometimes when he was just in the car, he would listen to it by himself. So we did some of it together, some of it apart, but he really enjoyed that. We both enjoyed that a lot. Um, That helped him understand. We had done a birth course previously with our first, um, but it was just the one at the hospital and it's, it's not super informative. Um, No. (laughs) So this, he really started to understand the birth process, ways that he was going to be able to support me and help me through it. So yeah, we went through that. And then he also, um, we, what was it called? Oh, the, um, the birth partner, we purchased the audiobook so that he could listen to that in the car too. So I think he made it through that whole book. So he also read the birth partner and then I had him watch, he didn't really want to watch any, um, birth videos like I was watching all the time, <laughs> but I found one video that I just loved. She was so calm and relaxed through her entire birth. And I told him, I said, I want you to watch this video because this is how 
I, I want to do it. I want to try to remain calm and just breathe through it. And I said, I just want you to watch this one video. And he watched it and he loved it. And oh, um, that's awesome. So, um, so I had him watch that and then he would just, he would go, we would go on evening walks. Um, he would help me do stretches and he, I did the mile circuit a few times and he would, um, kind of help me with that. So he was just very supportive and, um, yeah, he was, he was very great through all of it. That's awesome. Um, what do you think would be, what would you say was the most helpful for the two of you together? As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Um, I would say the birth course was because of the way it goes just from, from pregnancy um, all the way through through birth. Um, just the way it's a step-by-step. It's just, it was very, very informative. Um, even there were some things I'm, I'm trying to think there was, I don't think I would be able to think of what it was, but <laughs> there was one thing in particular that it, when he got home from work, I was like, wow, I had, I never would have even considered that. I wish I could think of what it was, but, um, but there were definitely things in it, like for him that he had never even considered. And, so that was really helpful. Um, but we very much enjoyed the the birth course. That's awesome. Um, okay. Talk to me a little bit about your preparation. So birth course and podcast and all of that, what were the daily things that you were finding yourself doing? Were you doing the exercises? Were you doing meditation? Was it just about the knowledge? Like what were those things that um, physically and mentally or even emotionally prepared you to be ready for birth? The first trimester, I didn't really do much. Um, like I said, I had I had uh, morning sickness. When I started to feel better, I started working out. So I would try to work out about five days a week in the morning. I did that through part of the third trimester, and then I just started to get um, just not feel the greatest. Um, and I would just get really tired really easily when I was working out. And so I wasn't really working out through the third trimester as much. Um, and then beginning... Well, so partly through my first trimester, I started going to regular chiropractor visits also. Um, I would go probably once or twice a week, depending on what they thought I needed. Um, So I think that that, I didn't do that with my first pregnancy. And I think that that helped tremendously, Um, especially with just being very uncomfortable. That helped a lot. And then starting in the third trimester, at some point I started drinking red raspberry leaf tea every day. Um, I also started the Dr. Christopher's um, birth prep. Awesome. I can't remember when I started that exactly, but I did that. And then I started um, evening primrose oil, um, just taking those orally. And then I would just practice breathing. Um, just anytime I was by myself, I would just stop for a while and just try to just focus and breathe and just really, really just practice that. Um, and then if I was just in the car, I would practice trying to think if there's much else. Um, oh, towards the end, I found a YouTube video that it would walk you through relaxing your entire body from your head Mm. down to your toes. And so occasionally, um, before I went to bed, I would just lay on the floor and just try to completely relax my entire body. Um, so I think that, I think that was very helpful because you never, you don't realize how many muscles you have that need to be (laughs) relaxed until you do that. It tells you to relax your eyebrows and your lips and everything. Um, so I think that that was, was very helpful for me. I was really glad that I found that video. 
So I did I did yeah. that several times too. I like that. I, and, and you know, we talk about that in the course, the relaxation is a muscle memory. Like it's, yes. that's how it works. And it's so true because the second you like try to relax, you realize how bad at it you are. <laughs> like It's not <laughs> yes, something that exactly. comes natural. So you have to practice and practice and practice. And I love the guided stuff too, where it's like, I just pop it in, I listen and it tells me what to do. And then I can do that thing. And um, so that's really, that's excellent. And I agree. Like I, I think that relaxation practice and what you practice for like 10 or 15 minutes, you know, each night or whatever it is. But that is compounded so much when it comes to birth, like the benefits of doing just that small amount of focus practice. Um, it makes yes. such a big difference. So yeah, that's excellent. Okay, take me through your birth from that very first contraction all the way through to the end. I was due on the 8th. And then on Thursday, that following Thursday, um, so I went, I, my due date, I went overdue with my first one five days. And so I, I thought, well, you know, maybe it'll be the same this time. So when my due date approached, I really didn't think much about it. I thought, well, you know, I might go over, so I'm not going to get too excited. <laughs> so, um, I went past my due date. I was six days past, um, when I had an appointment with my midwives, um, and I was starting to get a little anxious about it. Um, cause I was, my biggest concern was that I was going to get to 42 weeks and be transferred. Mm, um, yeah. and need an induction. I was just, I was so concerned about that. So when I got to my appointment, I asked my midwife if there's anything we could do to help kind of move things along. Um, she said that we could do a cervical massage, so she did that and she said um, that I would probably start experiencing some cramping, maybe some light bleeding. Um, and within an hour, I was starting to get crampy. And then I started having really mild, um, very, very mild inconsistent tra- contractions. Um, and so I thought, oh, this is it. Well, <laughs> so that um, just kept going through the rest of the evening and partly through the night. And then um, by the time morning came around, I wasn't having any contractions. I wasn't feeling crampy or anything. Um, so I was really discouraged about that. Um, so I oh, I forgot to mention, too, that we had um, hired a doula um, in the second trimester. So I called her and she recommended going to see if I could get into the chiropractor that day. So I called and they said that they could get me in in a couple hours So, um, I went to the chiropractor and they adjusted me and then, um, this was the middle of July. So it was, um, over a hundred degrees outside. So we didn't really have anywhere to walk. Yes. (laughs) We didn't have anywhere to walk um, outside. So we went to the mall and just walked around for a few hours. And then we decided to just go home and try to just relax a little bit. I did the mile circuit and I think we went on one more evening walk through our neighborhood. And then, so I would just, you know, on and off start to get contractions, but they were just very, very mild, really inconsistent. Sometimes they would be, you know, 20 seconds or something. They weren't long. Um, everything, it was just very sporadic. Um, and so, so I went to bed that night and I thought, okay, I really hope I wake up in the middle of the night and this is going to be it. Um, woke up the next morning Nothing really, just kind of the same thing. Um, And so this would have been Saturday. So I would have been past my due date eight days by now. Oh, my goodness. I was starting to get, (laughs) yes, I was starting to get very (laughs) anxious about it. Um, Sure. And I was just trying all the things. I did the mile circuit again. Um, My doula suggested that I do try nipple stimulation. I tried that. Um, I was just trying anything, anything that I could. She even suggested trying, possibly trying the midwife's brew. And I thought, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I'm brave enough (laughs) to try that yet. Let's wait a little bit. So I called my midwife and she said, just stop, just stop everything. Just relax, take some naps, um, just try to get some sleep. I think that you're trying to force it too much. And this is what's causing all of these inconsistent, inconsistent contractions, Um, and you're not really, you're just trying to force your body into it. Your body's not ready. So, um, just relax, just 
try to stay home and take some naps and maybe some, a warm bath. Um, so I did. And that whole day, it was really difficult for me to not think, oh, I need to be, I need to be trying something. (laughs) And I just kept telling myself, no, it's, it's fine. Everything is in God's timing right now. Just, just trust in the timing of it. Um, this baby will come when she's ready. So, um, I went to bed probably around 1030, um, and woke up. Let's see. Tried to write down a timeline so I could remember everything. Um, I woke up around two and as soon as I woke up, I thought, okay, these contractions are different. These are stronger. They're longer. These feel like, like real contractions. I think this is finally it. Um, and so I just laid in bed for a little bit for probably 30 minutes and then, um, went and took a shower and, um, my mom, who was going to go to the birth center with us, um, she was out at the lake a couple hours away. So I, I knew that I would need to call her on time. So I told myself, um, just take a shower and if things don't slow down or if they start to pick up even more, then I'm going to go ahead and call her and have her head this way. So they did start to pick up while I was in the shower. Um, so I went ahead and called her and said, um, you know, go ahead and make your way here. And then, um, so when I got out of the shower, I tried to lay back down and, um, they were already to the point where I couldn't really just relax. So I got back up and then I decided to go ahead and go wake my husband up. Um, this was probably, let's see. So I woke up at two. This was, I think I went and woke him up, um, around three. So about an hour later, um, And so he started getting his things around and I could tell that things were really starting to pick up a lot quicker than I thought that they would. Um, And so then about an hour after that, I called my doula and said, um, here in probably the next hour or so, we're going to, we're going to head out. Um, And she lived probably about an hour and a half or two hours from the birth center. So um, she said that she would go ahead and, and start getting her things around quickly and head that way. Um, oh, and I'd also called my, um, when I went to wake my husband up, I called my midwife as well. Um, and so she said, my midwife wanted me to call her just when we were on our way there. And so around five, um, my mom had arrived. And as soon as she got here, we said, okay, we, we need to go ahead and go. <laughs> and at that point I was, um, very much having to breathe through my contractions, um, focus. I could, I could talk during or in between them. I wasn't really having to focus in between them, um, but during them, I had to focus quite a bit. Um, so we headed to the birth center. Um, it was about thirty minutes away, and and so with my first daughter, the car ride to the hospital was just miserable. And um, this time, I took a pillow with me to um, just kind of just lean into it and have something to, I have to always have something to just hold or brace onto. Um, and so that was extremely helpful. I was so glad that I took that pillow. Um, and so on the car ride there, my contractions were probably every like two to three minutes. Um, when I would start to have another one, my husband would, he would say, are you already having another one? This is starting to that's just getting really quick. I think he started to get a little worried that we weren't going to make it there. And I said, no, it's fine. I promise you, we're not going to have a baby in the car. We're going to make it there. We have plenty of time. So, um, so I would just lean into the pillow and, um, and then when we got there, I actually felt a little disappointed that we had made it to the birth center, um, because I'd kind of gotten my groove. Um, (laughs) and I, I really was kind of afraid to get out of the car. Um, so I just sat there for a minute and then, um, I, I thought, okay, I can't just stay out in the car. I have to go in. (laughs) So, um, on the way walking back, they had, um, two birthing rooms. Um, so when I was walking back there, I had to stop a couple of times just to get, just to even get back to the room. Um, they were starting to, to come pretty quickly. Um, at least every two minutes, maybe quicker. And so right as we arrived, um, our midwife 
arrived and um, our doula did too. So we all got there at the same time. And then, so my midwife turned the um, tub on for me and I wasn't quite ready to get in. Um, so during my contractions, I would just grab my husband and just lean into him um, and sway back and forth and just focus and, and breathe through it. Um, and then I also took a TENS unit with me and they put that on my back. I don't know if it was just super helpful, um, but I could tell a little bit of a difference. Um, and so we kept that on for a little while. Um, I think I probably did that for maybe an hour, maybe a little over an hour. And then I decided I wanted to take a shower. So they got the shower ready for me. And that was so relaxing, so helpful. Um, I would just, I mostly just stood up in the shower and would just, um, just kind of brace myself against the wall and just sway back and forth. And I loved being in the shower. I was probably in there for about 30 minutes or so, and then just started to feel just very, very tired. My body was just getting tired. And so I didn't even know what I was going to do when I got out of the shower. But as soon as I walked out of the bathroom, I saw the bed and I just didn't even think about it. I just walked straight over to the bed and just laid down. And I, I never would have thought that I would have wanted to lay down um, because that had always just been, I tried to lay down before we left and it was just miserable. Um, but I think my body just needed that rest. And so that I just, I tried as hard as I could. It wasn't quite as easy to get through the contractions that way. Um, but I just tried as hard as I could to just completely relax. Um, and they put a heating pad on my side. Um, that was, that was very comforting. Just the weight of the weight of it and the warmth of it. Um, something about that was, was very comforting. And my husband also had, um, a massage, one of those massage roller, roller balls. Um, he would run that all along my side. I was laying on my side and he'd run that all the way down my leg, all the way up my, all the way up my side. Um, so that was comforting too. Um, so I, I laid on the bed for probably another 30 minutes and my contraction started to get a lot more intense. So I decided that I wanted to go ahead and get in the birth tub. Um, and I absolutely loved that. I, that was the most comforting thing. I loved it. Um, cause I like to take warm baths anyways. I had a feeling that that would probably be my favorite thing. And it absolutely was. Um, and so shortly after, um, I got into the birth tub, I think that I, um, started to hit transition I was having very, um, started to have longer contractions and sometimes they would start to go down and then it would immediately, um, start again. I wouldn't even get a break mm. sometimes. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I would get at least maybe like a minute break. It's hard to, t it's, it's hard to even know time. Um, but maybe, maybe 30 seconds a minute. It was enough time for me to kind of, um, reset and get a drink of water. Um, and they would, you know, occasionally ask me if there's anything that I needed. Um, but I would just lean over the birth tub every time I would st start a new contraction and, um, just lay my head down. And my main focus through every contraction was to keep my jaw relaxed. And I think that that was probably one of the most helpful things was to always just breathe with my jaw relaxed. Um, and so, um, I was, I was in the birth tub for, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how long it was. Um, it's, it was quite a while, I think. Um, and then, um, my, my body just started pushing just out of nowhere, just started pushing. There was, I could not control it at all. Um, just start just little pushes at first. At first I even thought, I, I'm not even, I don't, not sure what this is. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. This feels weird. I don't know. And so, so my midwife said, well, you're, you're starting to push. And I thought already it, it hasn't been long <laughs> enough. It doesn't, 
I can't believe that I've made it through transition at this point. Like it, that really, that wasn't anything like I thought it was going to be. I thought that the whole pregnancy, I was so worried about transition. I thought that it was going to be the most mm. awful thing ever. And it really wasn't. It was, it was difficult and it was hard to get through, but it wasn't, it just wasn't anything like I thought. So I thought when I started pushing, I thought, okay, this is it. She's going to be here any minute now. Well, I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and um, nothing, I didn't feel like anything was really happening. So I started to get a little discouraged um, because I just, I was starting to get really tired and um, I just, I didn't know at at one point, the only thing really negative I said through the whole thing, I said, how much longer do I have to do this? I don't know (laughs) if I can do this much longer. Um, they said, it's okay. You know, you're doing great. You're, she'll be here. And so, um, so I pushed in the tub for quite a while. Um, and then my midwife a few times, I didn't realize until after when my mom had told me that she had told me probably at least three times trying to very gently, um, guide me in a different direction to get me out of the tub. She thought that maybe if I got in a different position, um, that would be helpful. Um, I didn't realize that at the time. I don't think, I think I could hear people talking, but I wasn't quite, it wasn't registering to me. I didn't, I didn't really understand. Um, kind of in my own little world, I guess. Um, and so I guess after, um, after she had recommended a, a couple times to let's try something different, um, she finally said, okay, Lisa, I think, I, th- I think it's time. Let's, let's get out. And she gave me options. She said, do you want to go to the bed or do you want to get on the birthing stool? And so that was really helpful to have Mm -hmm. um, kind of a direction and some options. I don't think I would. I think if she would have just said, "Uh, let's just go ahead and get out. I really don't think I would have known what to do at that point. Um, And so I chose the birthing stool. Um. So we went and sat down that. So I'd probably already been pushing for about 40 minutes. And like I said, I was getting very, very tired. And so when we got on the birthing stool, um, something about just changing positions um, helped tremendously. Um, She could, my midwife could already start to tell that she was um, moving down quicker. um, And it, cause she was just almost just kind of, not really making any progress for a while. Um, and so I pushed for um, probably another 20 minutes or so. Um, and I remember I remember her saying um, what station she was at, you know, that she was she was almost there and they said that they could that her head was starting to crown. and I immediately knew um, what the ring of fire was. I thought, okay, that's definitely what this is right now. But that too wasn't quite as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, it definitely was um, a stretching, um, burning feeling, but it wasn't just, it wasn't awful. Um, and so um, she started to crown and then um, I I think I had to push one more time. And I didn't even realize it. I didn't realize we were this close, but they said, they said her head is out. And then it seemed like all of a sudden, like it happened so quickly after all that time, it felt like it was just going on and on and on. But then once I felt the ring of fire, um, and then her head was out and I thought, what? Really? (laughs) Like she's almost here. And so, um, so we got her head out and then, then I, um, then I waited till my next contraction and that kind of felt like a long time to wait for that next contraction. But then I had, um, another big contraction and then she was just out and it just felt, it was such a relief, just absolute relief. I mean, she was here and no, no pain. It was just all gone and she was here. So, um, yeah, that's, that's about it. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Will you tell me a little bit about contractions? So you said when you started having them at 2 a.m., you could tell that they were different than the ones that you, when you were trying to get things moving. Can yes. you pinpoint or describe the difference for moms listening? So before it almost just felt um, kind of like a little bit of a tightening, I guess. It wasn't really painful. It just would be kind of a tightening and then it would release. Um, when I woke up, it was more of, um, you could actually like feel the tightening and kind of, um, that, that pain and that squeezing. And then, um, I could, um, very much know when it was peaking, um, and then it would peak and then it would come down and release. Um, so it was did that just get stronger for you as time went on or did they get different yes. at all? Um, they never really got different, just a lot stronger, um, a lot longer, just a lot more intense. That squeezing feeling um, just got a lot more intense over time. And, and when I had woke up, it was already fairly intense. It was it wasn't enough that I couldn't lay there. Cause like I said, I laid there for a little while Um but then quickly it started to get very intense where I couldn't just lay down or really relax. So how did you handle them? What were some techniques or um, what did you do during contractions that helped provide relief or make you feel better? So I would um, just relax my jaw and um, just take really deep breaths in, really long, deep breaths out. I would always have to close my eyes um, I couldn't be walking or talking through them. Um, and if I didn't have my husband to grab onto, I would just either just like stop and find a wall or a counter, um, something that I could grab onto and just sway back and forth. Um, that's pretty much what I did through through almost all of them. And that's what I did with um, with my first one too. I would just mm. always have to find something to hold on to, just kind of brace myself. Um, and then just close my eyes and just, just focus. Were there things that your husband did during that, that were really helpful to you? Was he hands-on or just being there? Was he saying things? Um, how did he help you through that too? So he would just kind of, um, just lean into me too. When I would, um, grab onto him and hug him, he would lean into me. Um, and he was, he didn't really say anything. Um, I think he knew that, that it would maybe distract me if he tried to talk to me through it. Um, so he was just silent, but he would just be there for me. He stayed very close to me. Um, he never really left me just so that I could make sure and grab onto him and just always have him there. Um, he even offered when I went to get in the shower, he, he said that he would go get his swimsuit and that he would get in there with me if I wanted him to. Um, the tub wasn't really quite big enough for him to get in. Um, but he was he was just there the whole time. He never left me and was um, just his presence even there when I was in the tub. If he didn't have his hands on me, just knowing that he was right there next to me was very, very comforting. Yeah, there's like safety in that. And it does. It feels so good and comforting, yes. just like you said. So that's really neat. Yes. How about just that? I'm just thinking kind of like immediate postpartum because you were on the squat stool. So baby mm -hmm. was born. I assume midwife caught the baby. Um, like what did that immediate postpartum look like? Were you able to get off the stool, do some skin to skin? Did you have delayed cord clamping or what did that look like for you? Yes. Yeah, so I did, um, delayed cord clamping. Um, and then also, um, I don't know from just maybe being in the birth canal for, for a little while, it did take her a minute to, um, to kind of come to, um, her APGAR score, um, from right after birth was fairly poor. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what they scored her on that. Um, but just within five minutes though, it had jumped all the way up to where it needed to be. Um, she was just very pale when she came out it took her a minute to cry. She was just, I think she was just kind of stunned. Um, so my husband wasn't really worried, but when she first came out, I was kind of worried about it. Um, because she hadn't cried for a while. Um, but then, like I said, they just started um, kind of stimulating her 
Um, and she came, she came to really quickly and she was breathing the whole time. She just wasn't really, um, interacting and she wasn't, you know, just, just kind of just there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and like I said, she hadn't cried. So that was kind of scary, but then, so she came to really well and her, her color started to, to come back and she started to look really good pink. And, and then, so they, they waited for my cord to stop pulsating. And then my husband cut the cord um, and then, oh, um, I was actually bleeding pretty heavily, um, and they were concerned about that. So they gave me a Pitocin shot and then, um, that slowed that down very, very quickly. So there was no concerns after that. Um, and then they moved me. So I tried to deliver the placenta on the birth stool, um, and we couldn't really get it out right away. And so they moved me over to the bed, um, and then we got my placenta out Um, I did retain some of my membranes, which I didn't even know. I had never heard of that. I didn't know that was a thing, Um, but they couldn't quite get all of those out. And so they said just over the next week or so that they would pass. And if I, they wanted me to keep an eye on my body temperature to make sure that I wasn't having a fever or anything from that. Um, But other than that, um, everything was, went really smoothly. I didn't have, um, any tearing. Um, so that, that was a relief too. I had had some, um, tearing with my first. So I was very, very excited about that. Um, other than that though, I think that was, I don't think they really had any concerns or, um, anything like that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really great. So with it being a birth center, how long did you stick around postpartum? Because we all know you can go home a little bit quicker. So what did that look yes. like for you? Um, I was only there for four hours after. Um, so they um, let me just um, spend some time with her, just skin to skin, um, just bonding with her and um, not really messing with her for a little while. Um so I probably just had her on me for about an hour. Um, and then they started, um, weighing her and, um, you know, doing, doing all the things that they need to do. Um, and so we did that. And then my mom went and got us some lunch. It was, um, I had her around 11. So, um, by that time I was starving. (laughs) So she went and got us something to eat um, my husband and I just laid in the bed with, with our new baby. Um, so we did that for a little while and then, um, they did want to make sure that, um, you know, they did the, the fundal massage and all that. They wanted to make sure that my bleeding had gone down and that everything was normal there and they didn't have any concerns really. They did want me to keep, um, just kind of keep an eye on it the next couple days. Um, so yeah, we were just there four hours. It was the craziest thing that we left so quickly. Um, but it was wonderful. We got to come back home and see our oldest daughter. Um, she got to meet the new baby and that was, that was just wonderful. So they, they did tell me, um, when you go home, just, you need to make sure someone the first day is helping you walk. If you need to go anywhere, um, and just try to stay in bed for at least two days. Don't do anything. Just relax and, and stay in bed as much as you can. So, which is hard when you have a, a two-year-old yeah. <laughs> running around. But I tried my best to to just relax and let my husband take care of all that. So Awesome. Okay. You know that I like to end these episodes with your best advice for moms and best advice for dads. So knowing what you know and having the experience that you've had now, what would that be for you? So I would like to say that, and I know people say this all the time, but if I can get through it, then anyone can do it. And I, I want to just encourage any mom that's, that's considering having an unmedicated birth that, that you, you can do it. Just prepare yourself for it and you can absolutely do it. It's very, very manageable. Um, like I said in the beginning, it's not suffering. There's it's the most beautiful experience. Um, and I'm so thankful that I, that I've done this now. Um, and I would never want it any other way now, but as far as advice, um, just like I said, um, prepare yourself, um, knowledge is power. Just 
Um, the birth course is wonderful. I would recommend the birth course to anyone. Um, the podcast as well. Um, just any kind of positive birth story. Um, mm-hmm. If I ever clicked on a birth story that was not positive, if there was anything negative in it, I um, would just click off of it because I knew that it would just give me worries and um, it would cause my cause me to not have as much confidence and I didn't want that going into birth. Yeah, that's wise. Yes. And then also um, daring contractions to just stay as relaxed as you possibly can and to keep um, your jaw relaxed and to breathe and to stay very, very focused. Um, and then for dads to um, to just be as supportive as you can. And like I said, it was very, very comforting that my husband never left my side. And um, even if um, if he, if he needed to, my mom was there for me too. And my mom was right by my side the whole time. She was offering me a cold rag for my forehead, um, giving me sips of water. Um, she would in between contractions, just, um, comfort me and tell me that I was doing a great job. Um, so just having a good support team is everything. And my doula as well. I forget to mention my doula because I, she was just kind of in the background, but I didn't realize until um, after my husband and my mom were just telling me how amazing she was, that she was just gently guiding them, giving them suggestions, telling them that I would need lots of water. Um, she was absolutely amazing. Um, so like I said, just having a good support team is everything. Um, and for dads to try to Educate yourself as well about the birth process, um, about um, ways that you can um, man- help manage the pain and um, comfort. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's probably all the advice that I would have. It's <laughs> <That's> good advice. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much for sharing your birth story today. Um, yes. I know it's going to touch many, many women, and I love sitting here and listening too. So, yeah, um, thank you. For I'm really happy that you it. had. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy that you had an experience that you love that so enough so that you want to share with other people. And I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's just like you were talking about, like you kind of get started on this path and you accidentally get obsessed with birth. Yeah. <laughs> and then yes, when you have absolutely. a great experience, you're like, yes, anybody can do this. And I need to go tell everybody that that's so true. Yes, so exactly. Yeah, yes, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And thank you for your time today. Thank you. If you loved what you heard today, the very best way to support this podcast and help other moms to find it is to leave a quick review. I read one at the beginning of the episodes and I would love for yours to be next. And if you're ready for even more pregnancy, birth, and postpartum goodness, come join me in the My Essential Birth course at myessentialbirth.com where I will hold your hand and walk you through pregnancy and birth step-by-step so you're totally prepared for a birth you'll love. See you next week.